Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast. I'm your host, Right Worshipful Brother George Marjorie, and with me tonight, Worshipful Brother Joe. This Patreon episode is going to be based on a show that I've seen on Netflix, and it's called uh, The Family. And you've seen it, right? Yes, I've seen it. It's, actually, it's very interesting. Somebody had recommended it to me. I forget who. I think it was a guy named, uh, buddy of mine from high school named Tom Anderson, mm. um, who knows I'm a Freemason and <coughs> likes to taunt me every once in a while. Right. And he said, hey, I, watch this. Let me know what you think. And he's like, that's, that's, in my mind, that's what I envision you guys do. And I'm like, all right, let me watch it. And I remember answering back to him like, no, 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 no. That's right. not even remotely close to what we do. Right, exactly. And uh, what I want to basically cover is just the differences uh, between uh, the, the two, uh, the, the difference between them all. Uh Strikingly, number one is uh, first off. I just want to throw out there and say uh, that we, as Freemasons, uh, are we're not against uh, the prospect of what they're talking about. Um, and it's talk. Basically, the show is about an enig- enigmatic conservative Christian group known as the Family wields strong influence over Washington D.C. in pursuit of its global ambitions. And what they basically uh, in the thing talks about is they um, they use the teachings of Jesus Christ. They actually take the Bible and they simplify it down to just the teachings of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And they are trying to make a network of people around this, the teachings of Jesus. And it doesn't matter what religion you are and all that stuff. And But there's striking differences between the two. Um I personally feel that if this is the truly the case and not just for TV, that uh, it's wrong. I think it's 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 wrong, and reason being is because the founding fathers of our nation. You know, a lot of people I've heard again. I've gotten into arguments with other people. They say, "Oh, the nation is or the United States of America was founded upon Christian values." No. That's absolutely wrong. It was not founded upon Christian values because any of our original documents you could read doesn't talk anything about Jesus Christ. Correct. That would be Christian. So it's not founded upon that. It doesn't say, you know, um, you know, in Jesus Christ we trust on the dollar. It right. says in God. Right. And there's no reference to Lord or no anything reference. like that. Right. And in reality, um, a lot of the founding fathers that were Freemasons were what were considered deists. Right. So they believed in this mm-hmm. supreme being that yep. kind of mm-hmm. got everything started, but then kind of just let everything take its own course. Right. Um, and top of that, I mean, a lot of they've, you know, it's believed that a lot of our uh, monuments and stuff are actually um, to different constellations in the sky. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, that's not really Christian. No, not at all. Not at all. If it's anything, it's more pagan, pagan in, in origin than um, than Christian. Right. And there's even uh, the belief in that our founding fathers believed in the feminine. Yep. Uh, you have uh, Venus played a prominent role mm-hmm. in just certain days that things were done. Mm-hmm. Um, certain way things were constructed. Mm-hmm. Um, there was definitely a belief in that sacred feminine. Even on top of the Capitol building, there's a female, and I think it's Lady Victory. I believe so, yes. Lady Victory is on top of that. Uh, you also had uh, Lady Liberty, the mm-hmm. Statue of Liberty. Yep. So female uh, homage was quite 
uh, prominent amongst the founding, the founding fathers. And the, the guy who actually designed the um, Statue of Liberty was a Freemason. Yes. And there's one actually in France as well. That's the, the, the um, what do you companion. call it? Companion. Companion to it, I guess you could uh, say. But speaking of which, because <coughs> I saw National Treasure as well. Uh-huh. They are doing a third one. Really? Yes, Finally. They just announced about- that they're doing, uh, I don't know, I'm sure it's more. Freemason, Knight Templar type stuff. Well, I so. just want to say also, I'm a little pissed those. off that they did not make the lost symbol into a movie. They had talked about it for a long time, and I forget what happened. There were issues, and then it, because um, it was supposed to be Tom I mean, Hanks again. They and skipped right Ron Howard. over it. Something happened, and they ended up switching gears and going to Inferno. Yeah. Which and I saw, I and it was horrible. I didn't watch it. I, didn't, I couldn't get through it. I was... All amped up. Like I like I read the other book, Dan Brown's other one. Um Oh boy. The uh, Manchico? Not the, I watched that one, but then the one after that. Angels and Demons. Angels and Demons. Yes. Watched that one as well. Book was better than the movie. Yes. Both books there. were better than right. both movies. But The Lost Symbol was a fantastic book. Yes. And I was waiting ever so patiently for that to come out, and it never came out. And I was like, son of a bitch. So it's funny, a friend of mine, and I know we're getting a little off topic uh-huh. here, but we always do. Yep. Of course, you know. Uh, but a friend of mine um, had read The Lost Symbol mm-hmm. when it first came out. What was that probably like, I say 10 years ago, but I'm getting at that age no, you're where about that. You're, you're I say about... 10 and it's really like 15. If I say it's two or three years ago, it's really like seven or eight. No, no, you're, so you're about old. that. So right you're... around there. And then... When she found out I was a Freemason, she was pretty fascinated with it and then went back and read it again recently, um, you know, just based on things she's heard from the podcast and things like that. And she's like, wow, I have a whole different take on it now. And then she got really concerned. Um, right. but, uh, <laughs> but it's all good. It's, um, no, so it's, it's a great book. Um, and yeah, it would have been great if they had made it into a movie. Maybe we can make our own movie. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? You could be the guy with the shaved head and the symbols all over. Oh, the villain? Yeah. Right, yeah, right. I'm the that. villain. I'm the guy who bought his way into the 33rd degree. That's yeah. what you're saying? Oh, yeah. Nice. So, um, <laughs> But anyway, back to uh, the family. The, the thing that I, to me, the, the biggest distinction between Freemasonry and the family, which again, there's some dispute over how accurate it is, how realistic it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, it still seemed very cultish. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. where, you know, where Freemasonry is a very tight fraternity, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we're not moving in together and living in like this commune type environment. Yeah. Right. And while there may be a hierarchy from a standpoint of different officers and, and mm-hmm. positions within the lodge. Right. We meet on the level. Right. Every man is equal. Right. In the family, there was definitely a hierarchy. Yeah, and Doug Coe was one of the top guys. Yes. Um, Almost Scientology-like. Very much so. Uh, In addition to that, they also had, uh, in their beliefs, the man was above the woman. Right. Uh, I guess you can kind of compare that to Freemasons, because Freemasonry does not allow women into their ranks. But there's, it's not that we look at is if we're higher than women, it's just this is our this is a different thing, right? But no, within right. Freemasonry, there's there's a reverence right for females, right? And um, yeah, absolutely. Um, and again, and that's in stark contrast to what our founding fathers believed in is that you know they exalted the female rather than the family kind of or I call it the family. I don't know exactly what they're they're also against the homosexuality. That's another thing. Was right. that they're big against they um they've pushed that agenda as well um uh, southern uh South Carolina Governor Mark Sanford, as well as accusations that the family was illegally subsidizing the rent of members of Congress and involved in a Uganda anti homosexuality bill which have imposed the death penalty for homosexuals in Uganda, huh. uh thrusting the notoriously seeker organization into the national spotlight. Um, the other thing that they got in trouble for is at this, whatever it is, this apartment C or whatever that they were uh, yeah. kind of. And the official name of the organization was The Fellowship. The Fellowship, right. Um, they got in trouble for tax evasion. <laughs> yeah. 
Not that Freemason lodges haven't gotten in trouble for, you know, doing dirty shit from time to time. But uh, we're pretty much, we don't think that Freemasonry is a cut above the government. We are peaceable citizens, and we do exactly what we're supposed to. We're not trying to change anything. And there uh, is something specifically in our obligation as Freemasons that deal with <coughs> correct our role and our opinion mm-hmm. of our government. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I won't get into it specifically because it's in the charge, but... You know, it's in essence we, we take an oath to conform. A mm-hmm. um, couple other things that that I I don't that is in stark contrast to Freemasonry is um, the controversial leadership model. They had this thing that it was the commitment to Jesus Christ was comparable to the blind devotion that Adolf Hitler, Joseph Stalin, Mao Zedong. Mao Zedong. Mao Zedong. I think and he was the um, Chinese dictator. Pol Pot. Uh, no, thanks. Me. I don't do that. <laughs> it, but it's a, it's a blind devotion. Yeah. And uh, it actually said in 1989, Co said Hitler, Go, uh, Goebbels, and Himmler were three men. Think of the immense power that these three men had. But they bound themselves together in an agreement. Two years before they moved into Poland, these three men had systematically a plan drawn out to annihilate the entire Polish population, to destroy its numbers, every single house, every single building in Warsaw, and then to start on the rest of Poland. Um, He also (coughs) adds that they um, killed six and a half million Polish people. Um, though he calls Nazis enemies of uh, these en- these Nazis enemies of ours, he compared their commitment to Jesus's demands. Jesus said, "You have put me before other people, and you have to put me before yourself." Hitler that was demanded to be in the Nazi party. Hitler yeah. said the same thing to yeah. be in the Nazi party. You have to put. Oh no, he definitely saw himself as Christ-like, right? And. Freemasonry doesn't do that. No. At all. No, there is no the one guy that is, you have to give all of your devotions to me. The only person that would, that would be, and you can't even call him a god, would be uh, Providence, realistically. Right. God. Um, <coughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. Call. I know, you're getting I'm over. trying. trying. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. Uh, but but actually, it's not like uh, most worshipful. Grandmaster Mel Johnson comes in and goes, "Yeah, I don't. You're swearing an allegiance to me above the craft, above all else. Right, me, me. That doesn't happen. Right, no. It's it's always the craft above everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, other little funny thing that I'm reading here. I know you'll appreciate this line, and you, you can insert sound bite when appropriate. Mm-hmm. Uh, an organization known as the Fellowship, an or- unorthodox group home that the New Yorker once likened to a frat house for Jesus." Mm. just that y'all need jesus y'all need jesus Um, i thought that was funny just the way that they they put that but that's the other piece of this too um like i said it was a commune it was all male which you can Mm -hmm. equate yeah Mm -hmm. freemasonry is all male right all white males Right, that's a distinct difference that is from Freemasonry. Difference. Distinct mm-hmm. difference, at Absolutely. least in the jurisdictions that we recognize. Mm-hmm. Right, Absolutely. Um, another thing that I found interesting when I heard that these all—I uh, guess they called each other brothers too—communed and lived on in one place, whether it was C Street or whether it was uh, the uh, what the hell was the other one called? The other place that they met was. Uh, Oh, I don't know. It's I know a, they had a place. Um, they had a place in, in the um, Hamptons. No, 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 not in the Hamptons. It was. Uh, oh boy, give me a minute here. It's going to come to me. It was in Arlington. The the Cedars, the Cedars. I okay. think it was called. All right. And it was a house where they all lived together, like young guys, and you know they were all kind of together. But like, there's if you watch the show, there's one guy who's he basically had to put all of them before his own family. And he actually had a fiance that uh, got sick or something or got into a car accident and one of the guys wanted to leave. And like, no, you need to stay here. And he ended up leaving and that was it for him. But uh, Freemasonry doesn't do that. If you were like, hey, I got to go, like, go. Like, (laughs) even, you know, in any way, shape or form. and And we, as part of our 
obligations, we also promise to t- look after other families. Right. <coughs> so Freemasonry is very family oriented. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's so opposite. It's, it's, right. While we have our, our meetings that are closed to the public and, mm-hmm. and all that, it's never like, hey, honey, I'm going to go disappear for a week and I can't tell you anything that I'm doing. And if you don't right. like it, then mm-hmm. I guess I'm just not coming home. Right. Right. Um, and the other thing is Freemasonry isn't trying to influence the I mean, we're trying to influence the world in a positive way, but it's not like we're... It's not political. It's not political, and we're not doing it in a deceptive kind of way. Right. We're on a freaking podcast with microphones talking about what we do, whereas, like, for instance, this guy, Doug Coe, he didn't want to even be... There's actually a funny video, or a little video clip of him when he was in Norway, and little kids were asking him his name, and all he would say was, oh, I'm just a friend. Like, he didn't even want his name on, like, a person don't care if my name is on, you know what I mean? Like, so it's, there's a lot of stark contrast, and it's, you know, (coughs) it's... Sorry, I wanted to pause so you could edit that out. Oh, no, I was was trying to... To fight a coughing fit there oh. to the point where my eyes are tearing. <laughs> You're fine. Sorry. All of a sudden, it's like no, I at know. night things start draining. and Of course. So. Have some of the lead slingers. It'll fucking clean you right no, up. I don't think that goes well with what I'm taking. <laughs> um, heart, it'll explode. But this is... So, so to me, this is... To me, this is a infiltration of what the founding fathers wanted separation of church and state. Yes. This is and when church you do, taking over state, this is church sense. taking over state. And that to me is a big no, no. It's dangerous. It's very, it's extremely dangerous because then, especially if you're dealing, it's one thing to look at the teachings of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. In a, for the most part, I think everybody would agree that they're beneficial. There may be there some things. Lessons, absolutely. You know, I, I'm not a big Bible quote right. guy when mm-hmm. it comes to knowing exactly what he said. Mm-hmm. I don't know specifically what his the quotes in the Bible are from him about homosexuality. I don't know, but I think we'd all agree. Okay, that's probably where really we nothing. would differ. That's what I. To thought. my knowledge, there's nothing. There's not the only thing that is actually in the Bible is during the story of uh, Sodom and Gomorrah when uh, the two angels end up approaching uh, what's his name's house oh boy and they were he took him into his house and the people of Sodom and Gomorrah were trying to oh who are your friends let let us bring them out of your house so we could know them mm-hmm. and what that meant was Know them, <laughs> right, right. Uh, know them in a very biblical sense. <laughs> um, and uh, so there were um, in Sodom and Gomorrah, there was talks of you know sodomy and stuff right, like that. That doesn't right. necessarily mean homosexuality, but it. What people don't understand is that there it was just. Um, the story wasn't just based on homo. You get a lot of you know. People who are dead set anti-gay, right. they're coming out. They're like, "This is why Sodom and Gomorrah were burned down." No, there was a whole triage of reasons right. of why, like that Westboro Baptist Church, right. was always out. But there was it, yes, but there was a whole, there was a whole, there was a, they were doing a lot of things. Like if you read the Bible, there were many multiple, con, you know, what do you call them, uh, deviations, like Vegas. Right. <laughs> it was the Vegas of, uh, of right. the Bible. Yeah. But even worse to an extent, yeah. you know, is what yeah. he was trying to, they had basically fallen away from God. And that's why Sodom and Gomorrah got burned to the ground. And uh, so, but, you know, but homosexuality yeah. wasn't the main focus of it. But unfortunately, and this is why getting back to this is why I think that Christianity or any organized religion who's trying to manipulate power within a political system is dangerous because now you can use you know what the word the most dangerous weapon in the world is 
the Bible. Yeah. Because it can be used as a weapon. You can Absolutely. take that Bible and say and flip through a page and find a I mean, they look at they do it with Albert Pike and right. morals and well, dogma. you could do that with any religious text, really. That's right. what they've been doing over, you know, between Palestine and Israel for thousands of years. Exactly. And this is why the founding fathers did not want they wanted you to believe in God. Right. But they didn't care what you believed in. It was you. It, that was your own personal belief. Right. But to separate it from church and state was very important. I mean, look what the Catholic Church did, uh, you know, when they were in power. The right. Catholic Church was an overhead government. I mean, take it even one step further and look at organized Islam right. nowadays yep. where they're, they're butchering their people left and right for right. doing, for being... For, right, because they're taking... But Islam is like Sharia law, right? And the jihad, which is in the Quran, mm-hmm. but it's an extreme right. interpretation of it. Yes. Much like and the, the Crusades Quran. were an extreme interpretation right. of the Bible, right? And again, that was all propaganda as well. The Crusades got started off of propaganda, yeah. You know, for the power, most- all right. based on political power and. Hey, they've got stuff that we need. That's exactly what it boiled down to. We're going to go get that. I mean, and it still happens to this day. And think about it. In in medieval Europe, I mean, the there was no like France, England. It was individual, you know, uh, dukes like and city, city states, states yeah, exactly. who were battling over one another. So how do you fight turn, them? So yeah. How, how do you get all of those city states <clears throat> to organize as one? Right. You make a common enemy, which would be Islam. Oh, right. look what they're doing to the and there's and actually, truth be told, you know, in those times, you know, the Christians were living right in the same. They were with Islam. Yeah, the, the, the Islamic overlords didn't care. They said practice whatever you wanted. Perfect story is the story of Antioch. When uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, God, I can't even remember the leader. I'm usually really good with remembering. <laughs> but the guy who was running it was was Islam. And when the Crusaders showed up. Uh, when he knew they were coming, first he sent the Islam, uh, the the practices of Islam, out to dig trenches around the city. And then he let him back in. The next day he let the Christians out, and the Christians went out and they dug trenches. Well, when they came back to come in, the gates were locked. Right. And he said, "The city is yours, but not until we find out what's going on with the Franks." <laughs> <laughs> but it's. Proof right. in point that the Christians were, were digging trenches trying to defend the city as well, right. living side by side with Islam. And, you know, I think the Crusades, realistically, is where the great schism of religion even happens to this day. Right. And like, if you look at, you know, when you look at Christ and those mm-hmm. missing years mm-hmm. between, what, like 12 and 33 or something like that. He went to Egypt. He went to Egypt. Mm-hmm. And then the was trained in the ancient mysteries, right? Mm-hmm. He interacted with the ancient religions, the, the ancient religions mm-hmm. of, of which Islam was uh, part right. of that. Mm-hmm. And I think the further you go back, I mean, we've talked about this a bunch of times. The further you go back, the more religion it's like a funnel a, a funnel mm-hmm. to a common source mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then as it comes out you get people right. carving out their own little right. niches of it and that's why you have so many separate religions and now. that's why it's very dangerous for if there is a christian power that or a christian group that's altering things right uh politically that's why it's dangerous because you get lessons not just from jesus there's lessons from Muhammad. Absolutely. Allah. There's uh, lessons from... And they overlap quite a bit. And they overlap a lot. But know? it's like, you if you just close yourself off to that one view, right? in this instance, Christianity, mm-hmm. you're not getting the whole picture. Right. You're making decisions and you're doing... You're, in essence, getting information that's out of context. Right. Uh, which is a very dangerous thing because now, you know... <sighs> Uh oh! As much as I hate the guy, he's a guy that Are I. You going Alex Jones? Yes. Are you having a little Maya Copa with Alex Jones? Now? You know, don't get me wrong. As much of an asshole as I think he is, which he is, I think he's right on certain things. Uh, so when he's talking about new world orders, I and and 
people in power positions in groups in power positions i firmly believe that that's true and i agree with him i think his i think he's um believe ah god what's the word i'm looking for i think he's absorbed so many things from <clears throat> some credible some right non-credible things but he's absorbed so much he hasn't been able to filter out the bs yes but so when i watching this show the family i'm sitting there going holy shit yeah <laughs> he's got it right oh. and you're telling me there's not this like right. world banking conglomerate that pulls right. a lot of strings of course right. there is the problem that becomes is when you fall down this rabbit hole is that now you start pulling things such as what happened here in Connecticut into right. that – like you found something that, yeah, you're right on. Yeah. But now everything around you is plutonium as well. It's it's similar you know? to that phenomenon where – and I forget the – Ken would know the name of this. I know Ken would know the name of this. Of course he would. Where you look at something and your brain automatically wants to make sense out of it. Right. So it might be this distorted image. And you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. I see a face in that. Or, yeah, I see mm-hmm. yeah, a unicorn in the clouds. Right, right, right. Because right. that's how your mind works. Right. And I would think in those instances where you have all this information and some of it doesn't make sense, mm-hmm. your mind naturally will pick up things that reinforces your bias, reinforces what you're looking for to a right. certain extent and right. makes it into a recognizable pattern, even though it doesn't <laughs> exist. Right. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Getting back on to, to the... The whole... Like... See, this is one of the things that I do connect and something that I thought of, and I could be completely way off on this one, but, <clears throat> you know, it's been surmised and, you know, we've had a, a very prominent guest on, uh, Brother Scott Walter, yep. who was on, and he talked about the Templars here in America. And I wonder, you know, and he even said that, you know, the Templars were here, they founded, you know, the United, they, were, they had a, a prominent position and it's... It's a far cry, if you would, you may or may not agree, but I think it's a far cry because I think the Templars kind of blended into the Native Americans. We kind of talked about yes. that. Yep. So the Native Americans, as you know, <laughs> didn't get along very well with the Continental United, or the, the 13 colonies, because they took the side of the British in two wars. <laughs> right, right. And they got their ass kicked both times. So the Indians were on the shit end of the stick of that one. Per se. So the belief that the Templars actually helped create this country, I'm having a hard time believing. They were here. But their role is right. They were here. They were here. Their role is in question. I don't think that they were um, actually there writing the damn documents. But is it possible that those Templars who blended with the Native Americans? Ended up, you know, as America moved west, became part of it. And that teaching of Christianity ended up filtering down into what we're, we're talking about tonight, the family. You know, the, the yeah. Christian closed group. I mean, the Templars were devoutly religious. Absolutely. Uh, they were warrior monks. Is it possible that they could have spread their influence and, you know, kind of... Um, Potentially, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Because I also think about the other thing is that these the 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 brotherhood, as they called themselves, they uh, they all housed together. Right. Do we know of an ancient order that all housed together as well? The Templars. The Templars. Yeah. Christian housing together. Um, base somewhat of a commune type environment. Right. So that's just something that I had. I had. While I'm, I'm watching the show, I'm like, huh. No, makes you wonder. Mm-hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. Well, just even, um, you know, it's as the only member of this podcast that actually spent uh, some time in a monastery. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's very... The experience of just being isolated in something like mm-hmm. that, it, right. it definitely changes your perspective on things. Right. 
And like for me, I couldn't last more than three days there. <laughs> but like people really get into this, especially mm. these people that are either afraid to think for themselves, right, or are just in search of answers that they're so lost that they need to to grasp onto something, right. And you know, in this instance, maybe they think they're doing good. Maybe right. they think they're benefiting the country and, right. and putting forth these Christian principles that on surface seem to be great principles. Right. But they're being manipulated and used for political power, which right. is where it crosses that line. These right. monks up in Massachusetts, they're making beer. They're having a great time. They make jelly and beer. Right. They're not, <laughs> they're not looking to take over the government. Right. That's where that, that changes. One of the things that I did like um, about this whole whole thing is that this brotherhood oh sorry i got the burps they actually are the founders of the national prayer breakfast yes that is done um i think that's a good thing that i actually enjoy and i haven't listened to the prayers of it all uh whether or not there's jesus involved in it and again i'm not trying to just take away you know good old jc from anybody's life right and what you practice and what you believe in is perfectly fine. Um, and I know that, you know, we probably would catch hell for this from those who are, you know, strong, hard, right-wing conservatives saying, you know, well, this is just another way of, you know, them trying to uh, take away, you know, Jesus and God out of the, out of the um, you know, out of their country. Well, realistically... He was never in it. Right. <laughs> JC right. was never in it. Correct. God was. Providence. Agreed. All seeing eye. All things that the Freemasons and the founding fathers believed in. Absolutely. Yes, they were all Protestant. But if you read any of the original documents of our country, Jesus Christ was not mentioned Not once. even a little bit. Not, not a even little a little bit. bit. Because the founding fathers left that up for your own interpretation right in the Bill of Rights where it says... The freedom of religion, and you know, be, and just to touch on it a bit, because again, I don't want us to get emails and voicemails and stuff like that. We are not anti-Christian, not at we all. We are not saying that I'm it's, a, it's a farce. <laughs> I was raised Roman Catholic. There you go. Um, but I mean, I, I think regardless, we can see what anybody thinks. You know. I do believe that Jesus Christ was a real person that was okay. a historical figure because right. there's historic documents and texts that point to it. Mm -hmm. And we're still talking about him 2,000 years later. Right. And his teachings are still out there. There has to be some benefit or prominence to those teachings. <laughs> Otherwise, right. we wouldn't still be utilizing them and talking about them. Right. So don't we're not at all saying that right. you know, his teachings are bad. It's no, no, no. people's interpretations of those teachings mm -hmm. and how they're weaponizing it. Right. That's bad. Right. And realistically, I also, and again, I'm a firm believer in, in I guess, how did, how did Franklin say it? Knowledge is power. I think that's a Franklin quote, right? Benjamin Franklin? Knowledge is power. Don't know. I think it's Franklin. Knowledge is power. Are you, are you going that so, one or are you going the absolute power corruption? No, no, no. Okay. I was going knowledge is power. Um, and realistically, um, any book that you read, any type of religious book, regardless if it's the uh, Torah, the Quran, uh, the Mahabharata, the, the Christian Bible, they all have lessons in them that will improve your life. And many of these lessons overlap. So... Uh, yeah, because some of them are allegorical uh, lessons. So in the case of this, the, the family, and, you know, if you close your mind to just the teachings of Jesus, you're only getting half of, of knowledge. Right. You're not getting it all. The Native Americans had many um, uh, teachings and way to be and way to act and... I mean, our Grand Master has Mudita. Yes, 
Absolutely. Uh, and one of my favorite books that I, I still live by this day is The Four Agreements, which is based, based off of ancient Toltec wisdom. Right. Um, so the teachings are there, and it's and basic get, stuff. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm big into Sumerian. I'm big into uh, the Emerald Tablets <clears> of Thoth. <throat> mm-hmm. I'm big into Egyptian teachings. I'm, uh, even you can go into the stories of Apollo, and you can go into the Roman gods. You can go into the Greek gods of Zeus right. and everything. It's a story, and each story teaches you something about life. Right. Uh, <laughs> and it's, it's like if a single event happens, mm-hmm. whatever that event may be. Right. Ten people witness it. Mm-hmm. You're going to see ten different things. Right. But if you sit around mm-hmm. and you listen to all ten viewpoints, mm-hmm. you can then formulate your own idea and opinion Absolutely. of... Okay, well, I saw this, but yeah, from that perspective, it's a little different. Right. And it adds to your wealth of knowledge. It, mm-hmm. it broadens your right. your knowledge base, where if you were just take one of those 10 people and just only go by what mm-hmm. um, what, they're, what they saw and what they perceived, right. science tells you it's not accurate. Right. There might be some, ac- some things that are accurate in there. Right. But as a whole, it's inaccurate. Right. Even like the USSR, when the United Soviet Socialist Republic came about, they basically outlawed Christianity. They outlawed religion. That's not what our founding fathers wanted. No, that's not what they meant by separation. Not what they meant by separation of church and state. They weren't saying that, uh, you know, none of you can practice any of your thing anymore. They were basically just saying that the. I guess overhead holy bodies, you know, pope, bishops, whatever, will not be playing a part in our government. Right. And then our government should not prefer one religion over another. Correct. Because well. freedom of religion is the basis right. from what our, our, our oh, Bill of Rights. We're a nation of and immigrants. We're a nation of immigrants that left because of religious persecution. Right. So mm-hmm. they're not saying you can't invoke those tenets and thoughts. Right. I wish more people would when they made their decisions in down in dc but (laughs) they're not they're not saying you got to put it all that out of your mind they're like Mm. no you just can't prefer one over another because you have the freedom to practice whichever religion you'd like right so it's not a ban on religion that's where people get crazy like nope separate church and state yeah Yeah. no that's right so with this whole The whole brotherhood, if there, you know, if there is a, um, it, it makes it when I see shows like this, or now, you know, when I'm listening to <clears throat> things that, you know, rational things that Alex Jones had said, you know, if you see what's going on in today, like with, you know, our government today, and the way that certain people, and I'm not, be, I'm being very apolitical here, mm-hmm. certain people, Spin doctor. Oh, yeah. Where it's not okay for this guy, but we're not going to talk about that guy. Right. And you have a, a, a general movement into one direction. And you are you are this, that, and the other thing if you don't believe in this. It's binary. It's one or zero. Right. It, it makes you wonder, like, is there some sort of an agenda... That's pushing things in a certain direction. I've always been a firm believer. If you try forcing something down somebody's throat, uh, and again, I'm not getting off. Uh, I'm not getting off time. I'm kind of keeping it with this. But like, <clears throat> for instance, let's look at um, Europe when the oh boy. When, when, when the Christians were being uh, persecuted by the Romans, mm-hmm. they just got louder. They just got bigger. They got more bold. They say even though Christians are being persecuted left and right in pagan yeah. Roman. And then eventually, I personally believe, you know, some may believe that, you know, Emperor Constantine looked up in the sky and he seen a symbol and it was the cross and we're going to change the whole, right. we're going to change the whole um, empire to Christianity. Or if you look at it from a practical point of view, he was losing a battle, a religious battle. He can't win, and it was going to rip his empire apart 
because more and more people were were converting to Christianity. Right. More the the word got out that now he had a choice. It's either well, do we change to Christianity to appease the Christians who are just going to just start fucking shit up left and right or do I change to Christianity and say, "Oh, I've been uh, right. use his own personal influence to say, oh, I've been saved or I've seen the symbol of the Christian God and now you can eventually get those people who are super religious and the pagan to switch with you. You'd be right. like, oh my God, our beloved emperor. You know what I mean? It's like, um, so that's what I'm trying to get at is that, you know, if you keep trying to keep a certain group of people down, or if you try to, such as in this this case of the family, try to manipulate world governments and people to align with you, you may be lighting the fire for the people <laughs> to take it back. Right. Which, and that's a scary thing. It is a really scary thing, but I can see that happening in our current political climate right now. That's why, in my personal opinion... This nation needs to really come to grips with the fact that Freemasons and our beliefs were the basis of our country. Absolutely. Equality. People don't believe in that. Universality. People don't believe in it just based on their actions in Congress, in politics, this very day. Right. Again. We had a debate, you and I, and Ken, about the gun debate. Right. But we peaceably kind of came to we a compromise. We came to a compromise. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, you know what? It doesn't happen no more. Right. It and doesn't. You can't. There's no middle ground. Like I said before, it's oh. it's binary, and I think that's by design. Right. Um, but I almost feel like, <clears throat> while you're saying there may be some purpose to this, and maybe someone's like, yeah, this is what we need to force everybody's hand and realize we need to return to certain values. I'm thinking maybe it's equally possible that, um, you know, when you, you read the um, stuff with Sololinsky and how to create a social um, state and things like that, and you see that, I'm thinking that's, that is the blueprint for certain members um, of our government, not realizing the backlash that they would get. Um, so you have those progressive socialists that really want to move in that direction where mm. yeah, maybe there's some pieces of it that I could buy into, but most of it not, thinking that people would just follow along. Right. But then they struck a nerve. And it's not going to be as easy as they think it's going to be. Right. Because you're going to, you get people that, see the extreme end of that mm -hmm. right and that's what they push back and your moderates can't buy into that extremism on either side but one side's less extreme right now than the other and this is why that the founding fathers didn't pick a religion right this is why they kept it and i don't i, I i'm and i get the whole premise of what i think it's a cool thing like Part of it I think is cool with the whole brotherhood and all this stuff because you yeah. had Republicans and Democrats all meeting, doing prayers, Correct. holding hands. That's great, but it doesn't have to be around a secretive group of, you know, why can't right. a Republican or Democrat just walk over across the aisle and shake another guy's hand and right. just say, hey, how you doing? We may disagree, but that's okay. Right. You know, because, we don't have to be slanderous about right. it. So this prayer breakfast, like you said, in theory... Mm -hmm. Think, of it, think about this for a second, because you said there's people from both parties there. So you have people from different belief systems, mm -hmm. different walks of life. Granted, they're mainly in politics, but different mm -hmm. parts of the country, right. different political parties, gathering together over what? A belief in a supreme being. Right. So strip it down. Take everything else away. Right. That's Masonic Lodge. I, I That's mean, a Masonic Lodge. Right. And from what I gather from it is that <clears throat> and one of the stories was about a guy who was uh, it was a senator who was messing around with one of his interns who happened to be another uh, 
uh, brother of this yeah. brotherhood or whatever. That do you remember? Do you remember this story or whatever yeah. the case may be? Um, and this other brother, another brother outside of this whole triangle love affair thing, uh, called him out on it. Yeah, and he even went to the higher ups of this brotherhood and said, "Hey, this isn't right." And wouldn't you know that the guy who called him out on it got thrown out, and the other guy continued on. That wouldn't that, happen. That in wouldn't fraternity. happen in a Masonic lodge. No, no, absolutely. That not. would not happen. Nope. I can almost guarantee you that. <laughs> no, um, especially. And again, we're not really wrapped tight around religion. No, you know, we're we're more wrapped around a morality code. So you get a guy who might bark in your ear and be like, "Hey, you're doing something wrong here." Right. Knock it off. Knock it off. But it's not going to be where they're going to run to the worshipful master and say, "Hey." Like, hey, to each your own, you know, right. whereas this fundamental brotherhood group, the family, whatever you want to call them, this was part of their quote unquote tenants. And that's exactly what Scientology does, too. Right. So what you have now is you have a guy who's going against the tenants, but he's in such a high position that they refuse to pull him right. out of this. Right. You know what I mean? Where in Freemasonry, if I were to come up to you. And say, hey, brother, I'm catching wind of some of the things that you have going on. Right. You're acting very unmasonically. Right. That in and of itself <laughs> would probably give you pause. Right. To stop and think and be like, let me reevaluate right. what I'm doing. Mas- it wouldn't be I'm, I'm going to tell Worthful Brother or Worthful Perry that this but is going on. On the flip side of that, your personal life is your personal life. Whereas Correct. in this group, it's not. What's going on with with Joe Zanino right. is Joe Zanino shit. If he comes to the brotherhood or to the I call him brother. Excuse me. If I, if he comes to a brother, I'm talking Masonic right. brother. I want to correct. No, no, I, know, I got you. It's not where we're going to be like. Oh well. Oh, I got to talk to the higher. Uh, he needs to be brought up Masonic charger. Yeah, yeah, I got to talk to this guy. I gotta I'm talk calling to... purple. Yeah. I'm no, calling no, no, Mike no, 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 no. Like they're going to flat out tell you like. To shit. <laughs> Dude, it's your thing, but it, I'm going to whisper you good counsel. Right. I'm, I'm going to help you out if you my need thoughts, it. But uh, it's up to your own decision what you want to do. Now, I also want to <clears throat> add to that, okay, that this one guy who was part of it was governor, and he was like the next best thing since yep. last bread. He was coming out, and he basically disappeared off the map. For a couple months, he went on a but little... He went to South America, right? He went, to, he went on a hiatus, yes. right? But he was supposedly hiking in the Ozarks or whatever. Yeah. He finally came back, and he admitted that he was with another female, I believe yep. it was, from South America. And uh, But they did damage control, which was basically, he came out and he said, oh, I found Jesus and he saved me. Right. And that was all orchestrated that by Jesus or the teachings weren't they're not savable worthy. Like if you right. fi- if you change your life fundamentally right. for you, that is a great thing yeah. that you found something that will but I also feel sometimes it's a cop out. Oh, absolutely. It's a cop out. Oh, everything's okay now because Jesus saved right. me. Bullshit. It's like you a still... bullshit insanity play. Right, it's a bullshit insanity play. Right. Thank you. Freemasonry doesn't do that. I okay. can't go and, and I don't know, for example, I, I, I'm trying to think of an example that I could use here, but like I can't go and attack a bunch of people in a post office with a machete and then come into a Masonic Lodge and be like, hey, guys, I screwed up, but the Lodge saved me. Right. They're going to go, get out. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right, they're gonna say no. You're, no, you're full of shit. You're looking for a cop out. Right, and, no, and you've brought shame on the fraternity, yes. which we're not gonna stand for. Right, and and this guy that you're talking about, I believe at one point he was a um, potential political. Candidate. He was a p- potential presidential presidential candidate. candidate. Yeah. Yes. So therein, right there, lies the fundamental difference between Freemasonry and this Christian Brotherhood. Right. Freemasonry, many differences. Freemasonry doesn't influence the political system any way, shape, or form. Have there been Masons who are presidents? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Not all of them were very good. <laughs> right. I mean, we're Jack- all imperfect. Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson. Not such a nice person. No. No. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He did some horrible he things. He had an absolute hatred for the British. His nickname was Old Hickory. 
Um, because he's like a hickory switch. Yeah. Uh, he had a hatred for the British to when, I think there was a story about when a British delegate came to the, came to the White House after he was president. He was actually, with his shoes off, feet up on the desk, clipping his toenails, I believe, was the story. I'll have to look this up for yep. sure, and anybody is welcome to. Again, we've always said we're not factual. Right. We, but we'll we present just, it as we'll such. We'll present it as such. You know, you're welcome to look this up on your own. Uh, but I believe there's a story about a, a delegate coming, and they found him appalling because he just didn't give a shit. He right. was just he was a, a brash guy. Like, it's who he was. Um Mark Twain was another one who was <laughs> rough around the edges. <laughs> Mark Twain was a pretty rough dude as well. Um, you have Andrew Johnson, who was a Freemason, who was a, the president, who was impeached for doing some shady shit. <laughs> so we as Freemasons never claim to be perfect. We never claim to be um, uh, this pillar infallible, of society. Yeah. Infallible. We're, we're, not we're meant subject to make mistakes. We're not... Uh, immune to making mistakes and screwing up from time to time. Um, but this brotherhood clearly has a difference of opinions that they called themselves the quote-unquote chosen ones. Right. They held themselves. They, we can the do anything didn't we apply want. to them. Right. Yeah. We can do anything we want because we're chosen. We're this. Freemasonry. We will absolutely say, yeah, we hold ourselves to a higher standard. Right. That doesn't make us better. No, absolutely That's not. the way we choose to live our lives. We nope. think it's better for our well-being, but... And each brother has the ability to use his own mind and thinking. Yes. We're free thinkers. This brotherhood, family... One way of thinking. It was you. one way of thinking. You're either with us or you're against us. Right. That's not how we operate. So... Well, that's why I... You know, I'm, I'm doing the middle chamber this Saturday... Mm-hmm. So I've been going through it a lot, and I keep getting to the part where it talks about the universality of Freemasonry, mm-hmm. and that phrase always stuck out in my head. Right. It's the universality of Freemasonry. Right. Yep. It's open to anybody. Mm-hmm. If you believe <clears throat> believe in a higher power right. or a supreme being, but it's universal. Take it, it really is. Take it to our 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 our, um, our working tools of an entered apprentice. We yeah. use one of the working tools to break the corner off rough stones to better fit them for a builder's right. use. But we use free and accept the masons. Use them to you know divest our minds and consciousness. Consciousness. I always screw that word up. The vices and superfluities. Vices and superfluities, which means right then and there that we already have vices and superfluities. Yes. Yep. We already have those. So and we're we talk acknowledging about subduing right, our passions. Subduing them. The passion's there. It's not telling you you can't have it. Right. Subdue it. Bring Whereas it down. this brotherhood family is saying, we don't care about any of that. We're a cut above the rest. We're right. chosen. So basically, we can fuck up all we want. And, and it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And we have the power. And we have the power. To make it not a to non-issue. Make it, make yeah. it a non-issue. Right. That's, that's absolutely yeah. right. So... And it just, I think it also gets to, you know, an abuse of power. Right. I've met a lot of Freemasons in my time as a Freemason in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. I like 99% of them. There's a mm-hmm. few here that right. maybe just didn't click with or right. there was something I didn't, right, wasn't enthralled with about them, but still brothers. Right. And... But you, we also we have a difference of opinions, right? But and we it's accept okay. them. It's okay, right? Right. And that's the key: is it's okay, and you know, it's, be your own person. You're a free thinker. You you be you. I'll be me, and we'll we'll concentrate on the common ground. Right. We won't worry about those things where we know right. we can't um, agree on. But we'll find the common ground, and we'll work together. So I, I, I've <clears> been following the impeachment relatively close. I watch it on. You know, C-SPAN, and I listen to everything that they're saying. And I sit there and I think to myself while I'm listening to this, is in, even just in press conferences, whatever the case may be, I listen to it and I'm sitting there saying, I'm like, wow, I wish Freemasons were actually, or, or their teachings or Freemasonry had a part in this as it did. Back. I mean, yeah. perfect example. Uh, Alexander Hamilton and Thomas Jefferson couldn't freaking stand one another. Right. They could not stand one another. But even 
after they were out, they reconciled. Absolutely. Because they were both fighting for what they thought was best for the country, not for themselves. But they respected each other. In modern day, there is zero respect. They call the hill the swamp. That's disgusting to think that the the capital of our nation, arguably the most influential influential capital of the world, Mm -hmm. is known as, quote, unquote, the The swamp. swamp. I hate that term. And I'm a a supporter of a certain uh, person. (laughs) And I hate when that's used. I understand he's talking about people who are there being quote unquote the swamp but to call our own capital right. the 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 namesake of our of our founding father the swamp pisses me off and again I know we're getting political on this but I wish that Freemasonry's teaching. I wish that they would actually read a freaking book and not that went along with their narrative and actually understood the teachings of Freemasonry and what the founding fathers actually meant. I put a post on Twister. On Twister. (laughs) Twister! (laughs) What's that, a comedy? Let's twist again. What's that, like Twitter and Grindr combined? (laughs) Is that where you're going? I put a post on Twitter that basically said... It infuriates me to hear politicians talking about the founding fathers and the framers. You idiots have no idea what they meant. No, and if they read a book on Freemasonry, they were like, well, this is not what they intended. Ask a Freemason. Just go to the historical documents. Learn about their perspective and what they believed in, and then you can reasonably interpret what they meant. I would love to go to Capitol Hill. When they're all there in session, having their little back and forth mud slinging thing, you're going to jail. And actually walk up with a book of constitutions that was written by Ben Franklin for the Freemasons and say, "Read this." Yeah, and it'll all make sense. It'll make perfect. And sense. then turn and then around. You don't have to interpret it and walk out. Yeah. Read this, then continue. You'll still get arrested. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah, like, absolutely. No, I it, absolutely because it's only what the narrative is and. What, I'm getting. I know we're getting off subject. That's so, but it's really, no. It's still tied into right how we're different from the agenda of this right. family. Right. That's it's still how we're different from that because you have members. I would venture to say you probably have more members of this family or fellowship in Congress right now <laughs> than you do Freemasons. Yeah, and it shows with. The agendas and the egos. And when Freemasonry teaches you to subdue your passions, one of those passions is your ego. Mm -hmm. And we've all been in positions as Freemasons where we had to swallow our pride and put our ego aside to do something (laughs) for the greater good. (coughs) Right. Even though it might not have been good for us, but it was the greater good. And you may lose, and it's okay to lose. And it's okay. Then you just hope to God that that was the right decision and you support it and you try right. to make it right it's like it's the old analogy of you, you don't root for the pilot to crash if you're on the plane right like you're on the plane you gotta you gotta help it out right you gotta you gotta figure it out um but no it's it's so different um it's just a different mindset mm-hmm. and I don't think it could be any more opposite right. when you look at this family overall and, and Freemasonry. The, yeah, there was a there's a general respect of anybody's religion. It, there was no one group trying to vie. I mean, there's always been in politics, always been trying to vie for power between yeah. whether it's Whig Party, Federalist Party, yeah. Democratic Party. You know, there's always been vying for power. It's never you're always going to have people who. Good analogy that I thought of today. Whenever they're talking about left wing, right wing, this wing, that wing, and you can even tie this into, you know, the the family, the brotherhood, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they're pushing for one agenda, right? Which is what they believe their agenda. Right? But bringing it back to this analogy that I thought of today is that they're talking about right wing, left wing. Well, without two wings, crashing. 
the plane crashes. Yeah. You go around in circles, get really dizzy, and throw up, and then you crash. <laughs> right. It's... What do you say, Brother Joe? I think we covered this. I think so. I think so, so good, as well. Good discussion. Yes. We're going to shut this down, and uh, I hope you all ponder this and think about this. So, for the Freemasons Podcast, I'm your host, Right Worship Brother George Mudry, signing off. Worship Brother Joe, signing off. Have a good night, everyone.